joining us in the Dorkadia podcast. This is Megan Spur. John Spengler. And Charles Spur. Hi. Hey. I like that uh, we have our video uh, off for this recording, just I yeah. guess pulling the veil back. But I still understood that I needed to come next in between. after in between. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. like I could I could mentally point to myself. Well, I did point at you, so I did didn't you know. Point can to yourself? you, can like, did you, you not physically... see our camera? No, like, no, no. I don't... no, I didn't. I, no, I, I felt the oh. psychic point. Oh, I was gonna say. I mean, does that mean that I can make like silly faces at you and you just can't see it now? Yeah, I turned off the camera. Yeah, oh. no, the camera's off. Oh, I did not know that. I thought John just turned off his camera. I figured ours was still on. There's no little red light on it. Oh, that's nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, and and I, again, this is a, just for the listeners. This is a product of uh, wireless internet. Uh, we actually over here have a very expensive router. I'm very far away from my router. It's amazing. <laughs> I can even get this working. Oh, I, I'm, dude. But 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 it's it's pretty bad. I sit. Not too far away from ours, and I have like a fifty-foot cable uh, that kind mm-hmm. of goes like snakes around my, so I can get like an actual plug-in to it. Yep. Yeah, it's it's lovely. Uh, sometimes uh, t- downtown living in Seattle, not the best. Yeah, uh, uh, turns out uh, if you buy a two hundred dollar router, it actually works better than <laughs> like a forty-five dollar router from Black Friday. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, no, it's, 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 it's surprisingly nice. So before we get into, I know you guys want to talk about some rating things, but can I just share mm-hmm. a pet mm-hmm. peeve that I've got right now? That yeah, sure. Just a very small thing. So I watch weird things, not weird things, like not really weird things on YouTube, but like generally the stuff that I watch on YouTube is like weird cooking shows, mm-hmm. like how to drink. There's definitely like different, you know, sorted cooking stuff that I like. But then I also generally watch, like as I'm playing games and I get stuck, I watch a lot of YouTube tutorials or people doing reviews of certain games. Somehow I have gotten this weird targeting system where there is a lady conservative influencer who huh. I am getting, I would say a couple of times a day I'm getting this I think her name's Abby. I think I want to say that it's Abby something. Anyways, I've not actually watched any of these videos, but it's all like I'm a female conservative influencer. And I was like, I cannot tell you how uninterested I am in this ad. <laughs> okay, okay. So it's an ad. It's not the algorithm just populating your suggested videos. No, it's a promoted it's a promoted video. So yeah, I don't... there has to be some sort of targeting in this. <laughs> no, so there's um I've actually noticed in the last uh since quarantine actually, I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the last four months or so, that I'll be watching my normal selection of YouTube videos. I almost exclusively watch scam baiting videos online, like scam, <laughs> like like baiting scammers from you oh, know. Yeah, yeah. In, yeah. yeah, I almost exclusively watch scam baiting videos and like video game tutorials and some other weird like little sketch kind of funny videos and some music reviews like like movies with Mikey and stuff like that. Right, like yeah. like that's what I watch. I will get fucking trump survey ads on oh yeah I've many 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 videos and very conservative local people even getting ads in front of my videos and i'm like shocked that i'm watching how to well i i don't know i guess now that i'm thinking about it maybe looking up a tutorial on how to exploit nature so well in guild wars 2 that i can't ever <laughs> run out of gold might be a very conservative thing now that i'm thinking about it it is basically kill and loot the game uh it's pretty colonialist 
but but uh but yeah i I, i've been shocked at the specifically the conservative ads when a lot of the videos i watch are either goofy young people videos or uh straight up leftist bread tube shit like h bomber guy and stuff like yeah i'm i'm very surprised and like Lindsay ellis like i'm watching a fucking Lindsay ellis video and i'm getting a fucking trump survey before it like how much money are they spending yeah. to like overload the algorithm but the algorithm's like i don't know how to hold all these ad impressions like <laughs> like, <laughs> like let me just put them in front of everybody uh, uh, a Lindsay ellis video about jk rowling being a turf sure yeah <laughs> Tr- <laughs> fucking trump ad that's fine but <laughs> they're paying for so many impressions and they've run out of people in the target demographic yes Oof. Man. Like it's okay. nuts. So yeah, no, I, I'll definitely say in the last couple of months, I've gotten hyper conservative ads much more than I literally ever have on YouTube. I don't uh, know if our uh, listeners are aware of this, but uh, we're fairly liberal here. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, that really shouldn't be a surprise. <laughs> but uh, I mean, we're no all comics considered. But <laughs> anyways, it's driving me nuts, and I don't like it. Sorry, I was mm-hmm. looking at YouTube yeah. as as we were doing our intros, and sure. that was just bothering me. So, anyways, okay. So let's go on to the first conversation, which was Charles being incredibly proud that <laughs> you finally made it through uh, Leviathan. Proud? I don't know if proud's the word. Relieved, you perhaps. Relieved. You strutted out to tell me <laughs> that, <laughs> that you finally made it through. <sighs> there was swag that happened. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I did post the selfie on Twitter afterwards. <laughs> Ooh, looking fresh looking fresh in that haircut just cleared leviathan right. Ooh. there was like a there was a gesture that happened with like the hand pulling the hair back oh my well, goodness I, mean, I posted an in-game selfie too. yeah <laughs> because those are in destiny now yes oh. i love it so so uh, charles remind me it's actually been so long since i've played destiny two years now i think like a full well, two yes, years because this raid is three years old now Right. Uh, so it was the I, very first raid for Destiny 2. Good. Okay, that was my question. I wanted to just confirm that my blurry, hazy, kind of malevolent memories of Destiny 2 uh, that I'm rem- remembering the same raid that that was Leviathan that I had experience with with you and our buddies. Yes, you have experienced a little over half of the the raid. Yeah. Yeah, we well, did we no. did we, we, I, I, no. I guess it's technically half. There are two out of the four encounters not Yeah, the, the Castellum, which is its own thing yeah i remember i remember the sneaking the dog through the dogs doing the weighted kind of timed uh thing uh the wells that you had to defend or whatever uh and then i i i we did we never got to or i personally never got to the takeshi's mystery castle or whatever the fuck like obstacle course. <laughs> yes <laughs> yes the obstacle course uh um, and whatever and, and then the last boss right and the final boss is just so many mechanics piled on top of each other. Yeah. Like it's people in not even the same realm doing things to try and affect what's happening to the other people. I mean, it's, it it was a crazy amount of mechanics that went into it and punishing in the way it's designed. So that if one person has a problem, it's probably just going to wipe the whole team. Like there's no covering for someone who had a bad turn. There's no, everybody gets to resurrect somebody else once. And that's it. Yeah, my, my, my impression of Leviathan, uh, it was the first, Destiny 2 was the first, oh, I guess, uh, okay, so I, I, I just said that um, before recording, I, I do want to talk about Guild Wars 2 and my experience of Guild Wars 2 a little bit on the recording. Uh, and I, I, I had incorrectly said that Guild Wars 2 was the first game that I hit max 
a first MMO that I hit max level in. I, I totally did in Destiny 2, right? Like we were doing endgame content sure. in Destiny yeah, yeah. 2. And that totally counts. Uh, my, my impression of the raid, my impression of Leviathan at the time was, oh, I guess I don't like raiding because that was such a punishing... And, and I understand fun is relative, but I didn't find the pressure and time investment of Leviathan very fun in the sense that, just like you said, when one person makes a mistake, I mean, all of your friends have just wasted 10 to 20 minutes. Like, it's a long fucking time. And, you know, the, I could imagine strutting my ass off if I had fucking got through that nightmare hellscape of, of Leviathan. Well, so it had taken us two weekends. Unfortunately, because we're all adults with schedules. Correct. Some of the people actually have, you know, kids that they need to take care of. Uh, mm. Some who would occasionally start yelling instructions in the background while we were trying to do stuff. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. Yeah. Trying to overcome other issues like people whose headsets were for whatever reason echoing. Oh, man. Yes. <laughs> it in things that require a whole lot of communication. Um, so like, yeah, we spent like two weekends because with all the scheduling, like Sunday night was the best time for everybody to get together. Mm-hmm. And then when it didn't pan out the first time, like we spent five hours just like smacking our heads against the gauntlet area. Well, we, we finally got through it the next day. Yeah. Uh, and then of course, uh, Destiny does uh, reset on Tuesdays. So our checkpoints were wiped the very next day. So yeah. like, normally you would have a week to get through it if it's the sort of thing that you started on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So it took us two weekends, probably about 20 hours. Lots of just like learning how the communication works, learning how everybody has to coordinate. And it's interesting because uh, we, we spent like, I spent a lot of time like getting worked up and it just like hard on myself about trying to make sure I had a good build for everything. Yeah. Cause I mean, after the experience we had the first time around, like, you know, years ago. Yeah. 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 I was like, this thing is hard. It really and is. I need to actually care about how I'm setting up my gear and what weapons I'm taking, you know, and I show up like I'm, I'm at the, the like soft cap mm, for the, yep. the season. And so I was watching like video tutorials, just setting up. I'm like, oh, okay, that's how this devour build works on warlock. And if I set it up like this, use this submachine gun with this sword and set up all of my mods this way. So I no, that's, then, cla- you know, that's, that's classic rating, right? Like right, that is right. classic MMO rating. Like I'll make sure you're kitted out for this particular challenge. And that's part of the, that's technically part of the fun. As long as you get rewarded for it, like part of the fun is being prepared. Like that's the homework is fun in MMOs. Yeah. Like the first weekend. So I'm not, I'm not one who sits and works through all this stuff myself. Like, I, a buddy sent me a video of like this sure. cool build and I'm like, yeah, okay, I can that, do this. Yeah, that's fair. And yeah. T minus one hour to the raid realizing I can't make this build work and just freaking out about how am I going to do this? Sure, sure. Get in there and there's like a guy who shows up. He's like, yeah, I haven't played in like two years and he's the same light level that he was back then. Sure. Uh, just showing up in like all blue gear. Oh boy. I'm like, okay. Uh... <laughs> I was just stressing out like crazy trying to get well, geared for all this. And clearly so, that like, clearly that guy specifically doesn't understand what a raid is. <laughs> I mean, we made it work and it's yeah. it's fine. Like it's just like the I had this whole approach to how I was doing this and mm-hmm. uh, I was clearly taking it way more seriously. 
Oh yeah, for sure. I mean that that's how that that is also a very classic raid experience from what I've heard from people. It's like, yeah, you got like the one third of the people that do their homework, and then two thirds of the people are just fucking around. Yeah, pretty much. So it was yeah. like it was a big achievement, like the second weekend after again on the second day when like one person had to already had to leave the party to go pick up their kids from soccer practice. And we called in another person. Oh, good Lord. Thanks for showing up, Marty. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, <Ouch. laughs> well, he did. He gave, he came in when we texted him. We're like, yeah. Hey, we need, a, <laughs> we need someone else. Come learn this encounter right now. <laughs> so that wow, was good. Uh, and we managed to pull it off. Like, we spent almost the entire second day on the final boss, just getting it right. Because again, it's, it's just the mechanics are insane. You do like if there's a bunch of ad control, and then the callus like claps his hands, and we're all sent to this shadow realm. Mm-hmm. And three people go back into the regular throne room, and three people stay in the shadow realm. <laughs> Yeah, I remember watching a video where, like, you do have to voice coordinate. Like, you need to use the voice, of, oh, yeah, the, the voice system of whatever console you're on to ensure that you can do the stuff you need to do. Like, it's very interesting. Yeah, it would never work without a yeah. microphone. Yeah, it was weird than just, like, trying to figure out how damage phases worked and then, you know, rinse and repeat. And then every mm-hmm. time, because uh, I was one of the people who stayed in the Shadow Realm. Sure. And so, like, every time we go back there, like the first time is bad enough. Like it's this vortex thing that's like sucking you forward. And if mm-hmm. the people in the other realm don't hit the thing they need to in time, you don't get a barrier to stop you from flying off the end of the map. Right, right, right. Also, there are ramps you have to avoid to not fly off the end of the map. Yeah, you're basically on a doom treadmill and your buddies in the in the real world uh, are, are, are putting obstacles that you can like wedge yourself behind. And then, you know, when it comes back the second time around, uh, now there are holes in the floor as well. Uh, sure. Uh, and you can't really move very well because you're constantly being pushed up against this barrier. It's right. it, it's uh, it's interesting. But, you know, modern weapons and like everything's different than what it was so many years back. So, right. Yeah. Like, so I guess I guess my my question for you, Charles, especially because I had such a sour experience. Like I think we I, all did, really. Yeah. Like like I, I have a feeling like the players we were playing with weren't all on the same page combined with a very punitive structure of gaming like very very punishing which i understand the theory is supposed to make the victory all the sweeter that you want to strut your ass off after fucking beating it because oh it's so hard like i totally get that that's hard-earned victories are the sweetest right like i get it but was there anything different like this time was it the composition of the people was it just that you horsepowered it and you put the time in to learn it was it the the fact that the game has kind of grown over time and maybe the like gear you have is just better designed and more fun and like maybe you're more used to it like what what was what was the what was the x factor here that allowed you to get through it when back in the day there was no fucking way we were going to get through that shit some of it's gear like just mechanics of gear that exists now okay uh some of it was just being better prepared like there were two of us that were basically able to just hold our own in any situation. Got it. And then there were a couple people who were doing pretty well, and then a couple people who needed help. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, the people who needed help and the people who were doing pretty well were able to team up most of the time. Mm -hmm. And the two of us that were holding our own would just, like, pick a section and clear it. Gotcha. Sure. That totally makes sense. So, like, the the baths, the royal baths thing that you Mm -hmm. uh, were with us before, like, 
the bathers, the big dudes who just like came out of the thing right in front of you. And mm-hmm. it was like, you know, if the other person wasn't making their way back to help you take that out, it was probably going to spell your doom. Yeah. Now is just something I'm just like, okay, here he comes. Brrr, okay. It's dead. Okay. Sure. <laughs> and that's not just power creep. That's like you being better and the gear just having more interesting interactions and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, like part of it is like the new exotic that came out with this season, which creates an AOE just like damage well. Sure. So I just drop one of those, pull out an SMG, and then light this guy up as he's coming up out of this thing. Got it. It's just the amount of damage that can be put out. Got it. So like that's just different. And then, yeah, some of it was just like interactions of new mechanics, little nuke spheres that can be dropped if you're using the right gear with the right mods on your stuff. I mean, it's like... Yeah, like like one of the things I remembered about Destiny 2 and one of the frustrating parts of my experience with that whole game, let alone like super hyper difficult Leviathan shit... Was that, like, the exotics and stuff and the class abilities were pretty knowable. Like, it was a pretty straightforward game back when I was playing it. Like, I I knew there were a couple of weapons in the game that kind of bent the rules, and that rocket launcher shoots a bunch of rockets instead of one rocket, right? Like, like there, there were a couple of, like, really cool exception-based weapons. But beyond that, everyone was basically the same character. You were your class... You had a flavor of special ability. And when you're in a raid, you were all basically the same dude with a different color grenade. And don't get me wrong, there were there were differences. And, like, I understand the, cl- the class, like, archetypes still, still held true. Like, you had to work together. But it wasn't that drastic. I can imagine complexity in the game and new interesting uh, abilities from exotics and stuff really not only making raids more possible because you're coming up with cool interesting combinations but much more interesting so so what you're telling me is you got that shit on farm now every weekend you're jumping in clearing (laughs) leviathan getting those coins one per the one person who had to leave uh would like to go back through it because we're trying to tick the box off for everybody before that all gets vaulted in november well he should have thought of that before he had kids (laughs) exactly he should have thought of that like 10 years ago yeah, Amazing. so, uh, like, no, the, the that dogs thing, I definitely brute-forced that one. Uh, we were at a place where, like, we were going to just go ahead and wipe and redo it because we hadn't gotten very far. We had, you know, alerted mm. the dogs, and it was our last time mm. out. And they're like, all right, yeah. everybody just wipe it. I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> and just went ham on the warhounds uh-huh. and finished the encounter. You're just like, I can't do this again. Like you're just super saying out of fucking frustration. It was, yeah, it was, it was nuts. Um, nice. Again, that's another uh, mechanics thing where you get to finish things now in the game. So like when things get down to a certain percentage of their health, they glow and you can just press a button and just end it. Oh, that's good. That's very fun. And, okay. And that happens with those dog, the, the, the dogs that come oh, around. Oh, thank in there. God. Okay. <laughs> so I was able to just like hit a button, kill it move on to the next one and do the same thing. And I'm pretty sure we were almost out of time, but it was, it was such a relief to get to move on to the the final encounter. I am sure that that was just because doom came out and they were just like, we got to fucking do this. But, but that is also a very cool boost, a very cool buff to melee combat. That that is so cool that like, you don't have to have some super duper special class ability or some armor exotic power. It's just being in melee allows you to randomly end enemies. That fucking rules. That's really Uh, neat. Yeah, it's it's a like slight cinematic thing. Like it pulls back the camera while you do some like special attack move. Yeah, that's cool. I like it. It's it's pretty fun. I'm not kidding. 
he strutted oh yeah from the room to tell me that they did it there was a strut there was a, oh, a sweeping the hair back gesture mm. there's like yeah mm. we finished it we did that thing okay and then he left and i was like all right i'm gonna go back to watching my weird cooking shows now thanks <laughs> yeah there are, there are definitely like <laughs> multiple xbox live uh screenshots as well as a video for the end of that <laughs> Oh, it's like a two-minute video uh, leading up to the taking out of Callus at the end of that thing. Wow, nice. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying good for you, Charles, because yeah. you know, you and I met during the heyday of Warcraft, yeah, like yeah. rating, and I I pieced out of that that whole thing like 20 years ago. Back when World of Warcraft was a 40 I'm not person doing raid. it. So mm-hmm. in no way. So I am not saying that I'm glad that you were able to accomplish. Not for me. I'm just yeah. saying, I just love the fact how much you were showing off. It was lovely. Yeah, so we've got uh, one person that wants to go back through that, and so I have volunteered to help with that again. But Oof. we want to move on to the other Leviathan raids, like the Eater of Worlds, which was the next yeah. raid. Because all of this stuff is going away in November. Got it. Yeah, um, you got to experience it now. Yeah, we just want to like check those boxes before it all goes away. So Yeah, I, want to, I, I wanted to briefly mention, specifically, uh, Charles, had, before we started recording, had brought up Destiny 2. Like I said before, I hit max level in guild wars 2 and i'd not really played an mmo all that much i mean i played destiny 2 and i definitely spent a couple evenings doing that and i had had a lot of fun uh and then like every other mmo i ever played i just kind of bounced off of including what world of warcraft beta like i was in high school for fuck's sake like that was the last real mmo that i had played uh yeah and I, i i played all the way from 1 to 80 in guild wars 2 and uh, having a great time doing it. I, again, I can't, I know I've said this on air before, but I cannot recommend that game enough for people that don't like MMOs. It is an effortless game to jump in and check things off of lists and level up and get cool looking gear. And now that I'm level 80, uh, Charles, much like when we were playing destiny and you kind of see new content over the horizon, I'm, uh, really doing my research in guild wars two about like raids. And there's like, uh, randomly generated dungeons you can do called fractals and there's world versus world shit which i don't think i'm gonna fucking do because that sounds awful uh but no there's a lot of content and and specifically uh i'm well I'm, first off i'm really excited uh i have a friend that plays a lot of guild wars 2 he has a guild that uh or is a part of a guild that's really noob friendly so i might actually just join that guild like they do training runs on raids and stuff i'm super into it uh, but nice, specific, yeah. yeah. But specifically, I just like today, I I, I dinged last night, so I, I hit level eighty, max level last night, and just today I was like watching a YouTube video. I clicked past the Trump ad, and I was watching uh, Guild Wars two, what to do when you're level eighty, kind of like intro video, and part of that video was describing what raids were, and raids are a big part of Guild Wars two, obviously. I mean, they're, they're part of every MMO, but there was one specific thing that I was like, ah, yeah, that's the Guild Wars 2 super casual shit that I totally hunger for. One of the things I hated about Leviathan and in Diablo and Destiny 2 was that when we failed, we got nothing. We got nothing but bruises and frustration and fucking wasted time. Okay. And in Guild Wars 2, sure, the raid bosses drop great stuff. Like you're guaranteed one good drop from a raid boss. They actually gate the raid bosses that you can only kill them once a week because they want to ensure that your drops are really good. So that you get one guaranteed really good drop from a boss. 
you have the small chance of getting an extremely good drop, like the top tier rarity of weapon that would probably take you a month of grinding to craft yourself. Like it's all very exciting to be good enough to kill the boss. However, the real reason you're doing raids is for the currency that you get from the raid, uh, because that fuels your crafting, fuels getting skins, because Guild Wars 2 is just Fashion Wars 2. Like you're really getting raid currency to use at the merchants. And Guild Wars 2, like the, the guide video I was watching made it very clear, play raids even if you're shitty, you will get rewards for it. Like you get the currency. If you complete 50% of the raid, you get 50% of that currency. Sure, you don't get the awesome drop at the end. That's for big boys that can do it. That can like fit. That's for people who can close deals. But man, you can like get currency and get access to the good stuff for the raids. And I'm like, oh fuck. As opposed to Leviathan, where I actually still feel kind of anxious thinking about it, I'm actually probably going to do some pug fucking raids in Guild Wars 2 because everyone's going to get rewarded and I'm not going to waste my fucking time with my friends. <laughs> but yeah. I'm super excited. I, I will probably have more to say about Guild Wars 2 as I like play it more. Uh, I'm excited. I'm kind of like finally entering the real game. Like uh, Lucas, my buddy who has played the game for eight years now, uh, said, you know, made the joke of like, welcome to the game. Like you finished your 80 level tutorial. Like here, now you get <laughs> now you get to play with me. But yeah, I'm really into it. I'm, I'm excited. And uh, it's a game that even at end game respects my time and respects the effort I put in. And still gives me shiny little stuff along the way and doesn't give me a lot of frustration. So yeah. I'm super into it, as opposed to Destiny 2, which is just a bag of dicks. <laughs> right. I will say that they made a change a while back with Destiny 2 so that, because when we finished things like the uh, Castellum, like the first area mm -hmm. where we had to like go get the banners and then yes. bring them back and then defend the banners, mm -hmm. when we finished that, there was a chest and we got some coins like yeah. some tokens the problem with that used to be that you had to actually finish the raid in order to spend the them person yeah in order to spend those tokens it's a fucking um, stupid i don't know man the, the the people make it honestly the people making destiny 2 at that time i'm sure you're about to tell me how it's changed had never played a fucking mmo before they they they, they made destiny one they still never played it oh, i'm so angry <laughs> right so now uh you can you can't purchase the specific items that are up each week, but you can turn them in for an engram to get a random, you know, purple item. Sure. Okay. That, that sounds great, actually. Yeah. I, I don't know what the ratio is because I actually just bought a couple pieces that I needed after we had finished the raid. And I was like, holy fuck, I have tokens and I can spend them on specific things. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's an entire different, like, thing in the game to unlock kudos for beating stuff while wearing armor from various Leviathan raids. Yeah, right. Which is what I was doing. So I was just buying individual pieces. But yeah, it's uh, the, at least now people who go through like sections of that raid can at least over time turn those tokens in and get something. Right. And that's that's the thing. That That's the whole design philosophy that I didn't appreciate about Destiny 2. Like with very minimal effort and a functioning human imagination, someone can imagine a game where you can create hard content where you're going to spend a lot of time learning it but make the learning experience fun like it's not that hard to imagine that shit like and destiny 2 had no interest in making the learning process fun zero the learning the it was no carrot only stick the fr frustration avoiding frustration 
was the only real motivator you had, unless you were so good you could just get through it. And I just ended up washing out. I mean, I just have the perspective that video games are optional. I don't know. Maybe I'm weird. But like, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna sign up to just avoid frustration. Uh, and I'm glad that at least that Destiny 2 softened a tiny bit, and you know said that, oh yeah, if you try and you fail, you still get a couple random drops. That's kind of fun. That's good. It doesn't have to be super casual mode Guild Wars 2, where you just get guaranteed currency that you can spend on cool stuff. But yeah, I don't know. It's good that there's at least some incremental rewards now. That that makes me feel good. Uh, I wonder who snuck that in. Yeah, so congratulations, Charles, on beating Leviathan. And uh, cheers. Oh, yeah, yes. I'll uh, re. Uh, Thank you. I'll, I'll I'll inform you guys how raids fucking go in Guild Wars Two. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it's gonna be a bunch of flashy stuff happened, and then I died, and then I still got a pat on the head. Like I'm pretty sure that's what's <laughs> what I'm gonna say. But um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm actually excited for the the next one. The Eater of Worlds looks interesting i've watched some stuff on it and there's like mm. i mean there's coordinated jumping puzzles which aren't yeah. really puzzles I hate so him. much as i hate him hate it, him so mm-hmm. much it's not mm-hmm. jumping puzzles so much as it's a like there's a series of platforms and you have to it, only one person can stand on one at a time but that you is can jumping also puzzles only spend so and much time him. on them yep so yeah, yep that's it, it, a coordinated thing but that, do you have any times like in the last game that i played that i had to call charles in from the other room to come do a jumping puzzle that i couldn't get out of more than three times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so speaking of raids, my channel on Twitch got raided the other morning oh, while I was playing Ooblets. Fuck yeah, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so this Australian streamer, uh, the BK, brought like 28 people to my stream. Nice. And I was confused as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait, why are there like a, a dozen people chatting <laughs> on my stream all of a sudden? As, yeah, I've just been continuing to play Ooblets, and uh, it uh, continues to be cute. Um, yeah. It's leaning more towards, like, farm management now that I've gotten a lot of, like, the initial quest stuff done, and we're waiting for more content to be created. Mm-hmm. Because the people at Glumberland are just, like, squashing massive bugs like crazy at this point. Sure. Because, uh, you know, they're a small company, or, you know, small team, who just put this out to the wider world and have discovered what other computer builds are doing to their game. Yes. So we've gotten a, a couple updates. Like one was just recently, which is the quality of life to like, let you release Ooblets into the wild that you've collected. There was no way to get rid of Ooblets you had picked up. Oh man, that's a little serious. <laughs> and I think, you know, deleting an Ooblet seems mean. <laughs> so they came right. up with a thing. You can release them into the wildlands now and they can be rehomed. Rehomed. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, so like people just showed up and started <laughs> chatting at me. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Hi, everybody. Where did you all come from? It was an interesting experience. I, I don't think I've ever had that happen before. And like, I've got all of like 40 something followers on Twitch. So having this many people just show up all of a sudden was a... Uh... Well, it is a little sad now that Mixer is gone. That's yeah. I did really like Mixer as a platform, just like... I can say that because I didn't work for that team. So, hey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like having like that FTL, like super low latency. I mean, right now, Twitch is about three seconds. Oh, that's bad. much better than it used yeah, to be. Yeah. The, la- the last time I ever looked at Twitch, it was 30 seconds. Uh, you have to go into your settings and disable that. <sighs> okay. It's 30 seconds by default. You actually have to go into your own personal settings and have it turned off. 
that's very strange, but whatever. Yeah, I had to Google how to do that. But I was also just like, I'm on Twitch now. How do I work this again? It's been forever. Uh, so I guess, uh, first off, just kind of asking about the raid. Like, were you raided because you were playing Ooblets? Or do you not know? Uh, they didn't say why. Like, they just showed up. And people <laughs> just... were like, hey! That's amazing. Uh, uh, in my activity feed, it tells me who mm -hmm. had initiated the raid. So right. I have uh, followed the BK back and been checking out their streams because uh, they had been playing Ooblets. And again, an Australian streamer. So while I was doing my like morning stream, they were just ending their night. Gotcha. That makes sense. Uh, so brought their audience over to my channel. Sure. Probably partly that it was Ooblets and probably also because they, I'm guessing they were also looking for another LGBT like stream. Sure. So I, I have that tag added to my stuff on Twitch. Sure. It makes it easier to find. For sure. So yeah, I think that was part of it. Like just that. So like people were coming over and asking about my gleanies. Right. Oh yeah. Hey, do you know how to find gleanies? How many do you have? Two. Holy crap! Uh, by the way, third gleanie this morning. So luck is favoring me, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part about this, by the way, is when Ooblets, when we first saw the trailer and everything for it, I was probably the one the most excited for it. I have yet to play Ooblets, and Charles is so deep into Ooblets. <laughs> I love it. I I have like a massive farm going on. I have I, like this industrial farm complex happening. That's insane. Powered by ooblets. I'm about to, I'm starting to play Outer Worlds. I am behind. I want to play it. I downloaded it and then it crashed a hundred times. Um, <laughs> I, got I had some issues and mm -hmm. I didn't want to complain about it on Twitter because I work there. That's kind of weird. Yeah, so, fair enough. Uh, so I did, I did not complain we changed a few settings and I think it's working now. So hopefully I will get some more Outer Worlds time in today. But also, you know, the DLC is coming out soon. So I want to, I want to actually play the games to be able to play it. But yeah, um, I think we got it stabilized. Yeah. Like, I think it's, I think it's working okay now. Yeah. Yeah. PC gaming. That's a fun thing. That's mm -hmm. a thing that happens. Yeah. Well, even when, you know, games are able to like run an auto detect program, like they still can't anticipate every like hardware glitch. Uh, so like, I guess something is just, was just messing with it. Yeah. Ju I'm just saying like, who would have thought, you know, two, three years later after we watched the original, you know, pitch for Ooblets that Charles would be playing Ooblets and I'm the one that's like trying to play the FPS. <laughs> yeah. Charles, Charles is knee deep in Ooblets meta making the most killer <laughs> dance crew. Man, I'm telling you, Nuppo is great you oh combine God. him with a lump stump fucking 2020 man i don't know how this is working anymore it's it's, it's funny enough i'm watching uh, adventure time right now and everything you're saying kind of makes sense <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i could get it like i was gonna get into conversations with people about like stuff that's going on in, in the ooblets like head putting together dance teams and like how what what works and like they they certainly have like placeholder moves called to doozies it's, it's their to-do list i'm guessing oh my god that's funny so it's like one of those things where like i kind of get disappointed when there's a an ooblet i've been like yeah i'm gonna get that ooblet i got the snurfler just looks like a little cthulhu mm -hmm. and then i got him and he's like got the to-doozy list and like oh man i kind of wanted to have like some weird chaos moves or something i don't know and then i got a guy who's like moves are totally by you know it's like a 50 50 chance of this happening or this happening 
or a chance to stun, you know, a new lit on either side. I'm just like, I got to not play this guy because I don't have that good of luck. Right. I kept giving uh, points to my opponents. So I actually did just out of curiosity, just because it kind of br- was brought up. And I'm, I'm sorry, Megan, if this gets awkward, but <laughs> Mixer's gone. Like, yeah. Uh, what, now that, now that uh, Charles, you're the only streamer I personally know, like, <laughs> is the experience of Mixer being gone really shitty? Like, what's the, what's the experience like? I guess I had just really gotten to enjoy the, like, the experience of being on Mixer. Like, it's UI, just the way it was set up. I didn't play a lot of games, but I did enjoy it when I played some that did integrate, like, mixed play features. Uh, Hello Neighbor did that. Uh, it was very interesting to try and play when people could like turn lights on and off or oh, you know, sure. make a sound that would alert the neighbor to where I was located. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, people just like to dick with the streamer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I really enjoyed that. Uh, I liked a lot of the, the Spark content so people could do like stickers and stuff. And it was just currency you got from watching streams. It didn't have to be like channel specific kind of emotes sure yeah yeah so i don't know i i I just really liked all of that about mixer so yeah it is it's it's a little sad to not be uh, on that platform anymore and again like i said the i i really enjoyed the ftl because it was basically about a one second or less latency which is probably just my experience from being in seattle right (laughs) that's possible yeah uh just crazy good internet here yeah i was just curious the whole mixer thing came and went and i'm not really plugged into like streamer spheres like i'm not really in that whole social media circle so like mixers dissolution just kind of came and went and i didn't really Uh, notice all that much i was also just like in a very niche market there and sure it was a smaller pond for sure like yeah and it felt good to like i built up like over 600 followers Oh, man. No, okay. And so now I'm like creeping back towards 50. Sure, yeah. And like 50 is one of the uh, minimum things for being a Twitch affiliate. Yes. It's like 50 followers and like an average of five concurrent viewers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm working on that. Uh, I've been I've been doing just like morning Twitch stuff every day. Like my morning stream has just moved over to Twitch. Gotcha. And so, yeah, it's been kind of sad to like not have the same people who just like would every once in a while just pop up and come chat and like, oh yeah, hey, I haven't talked to you in like a month or so. How's it going, man? Yeah, it but, becomes it becomes less about the platform and more about the people that the platform's letting you communicate with. Like that totally makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I cannot comment mm-hmm. on this. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, when I when I play video games, it's a deeply personal experience, and I don't want anyone seeing me. So my shame is hit. Oh God, no! I don't want them to see me stopping between every single puzzle to be like, "Hey, let me pop over to this." You know, let me go Google how to do this one puzzle. Yeah, I don't want to watch you do puzzle. Yeah. I don't want to watch you do that either. <laughs> no. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this is why I play emotional RPGs. I don't need mm-hmm. to look up a guide for that. I can mm-hmm. just be like, do I want to smooch this elf or not? Like, I don't need a guide for that. Just press X yeah. to smooch. Yes. I definitely figured out the other night that while I can basically run through Hello Neighbor with my eyes closed, I made a horrible mistake trying to... Smooch uh, an elf? No. 
Why would that be a mistake? Yeah, it's not a mistake. <laughs> I, I don't know. I wasn't sure where you're going with it. It was it was a horrible mistake to try and live stream just a blind play of Hello Neighbor Two Alpha. I should have played it on my own before putting that <laughs> before trying to stream that. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to playing more Outer Worlds. <laughs> Maybe. I hope. <laughs> You don't get to smooch anybody at all. I don't get to no smooching and also no third person camera. I'm no. that that really bothers me. I mean, I'm not I'm not asking them to go back and change that. I'm just saying that's what I want. Yeah. I want to rain fireballs from a distance, and this game is really up close with a gun. So you um, yeah, to love Parvati the way the same. Well, okay, even I know that. Yes. <laughs> Anyways. So we've rated games, we've played games, mm-hmm. and yes. we've made fun of me for not being able to play games. I think I think that's the uh, con- you know where we've landed on this. <laughs> <laughs> we've uh, we've achieved Arcadia Bingo, and now we have to <laughs> correct. Yes. we're leaving now. You completed because... Wonder Song. That's you know that was something. Oh yeah, no, I played I played Wonder Song. I finished it. It's adorable. We will touch on that next time because. Uh, I have some interesting thoughts on that. I want to go on a little bit more. Yeah, please. Yeah. Anyways, uh, thank you for joining us. You can catch us at Dorcadia.com at Dorcadia, most social medias, iTunes, Stitcher, and Twitch at Dorcadia plays. Yeah. Dorcadia uh, plays on Twitch. I, uh, mm-hmm. Somebody took Dorcadia. How dare they? Hmm. Okay. We would like a rating. Please give us five out of five. What's I don't have an obvious one this time. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> I mean, if it's not ooblets, I mean, what are what are the five things in Guild Wars? Uh, no, five out of well, uh, there's yeah, there's cute little things in Guild Wars as well. Uh, five five out of five years in between me trying raids. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty. That's, that's a little too on the nose, buddy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> five out of five hours at a time, just like yes. going into a race. <laughs> Five out of five, five out of five friends that are now pissing me off, and this game makes me hate people. Josh, oh, hey, that works. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, everyone. Bye bye.